Thank you, Music Nation, and all those who have participated in the service so far. Always inspiring. Thank you. Of course. Um, again, congratulations for last week's Sunday, the first Sunday of the year. Again, what you did last Sunday is to establish a new level of an ongoing conversation. This conversation happens to be the most difficult in any movement. How do you align people towards one vision? When it is just words, it's easier. When it becomes economical, from the kind of background we're coming from, we were built to be divisionary. That's the makeup of our background. And you see how generational causes thrive. It would have to be the next generation in denial of their person whilst they pursue economy. So you have to say, no, I'm not divisionary. No. To cure something, we must first of all have admittance that indeed there is a disease. To use the right medicine, you must first diagnose why are we as people of color where we are. It is not peculiar to a generation. Each generation is a continuation of the, of the last it is not the lack of the resources, of, of resources. It is lack of togetherness. But you see, in this house, for this house, we would have to force this unity. It will have to be forced. And I understand that if you people want to buy a um, new Ferrari, yes, you go to the Ferrari shop, and they are actually going to tell you, you see, you want the F8 Spider. But they are going to tell you, you cannot, are you a first time buyer? You say, yes, say, you cannot start with that. We are sorry. We will not sell it. Imagine, what kind of pride is this? They'll say, we cannot sell you that. You start from entry level. Because someone that experiences, start from entry level. Just, um, let's see that you really can't drive a Ferrari. In case you don't know, um, people like Justin Bieber, people like they're banned from owning it, they can never own one. Because he's going to drive it crashy and Ferrari said, listen, really? You're not having one again. I'm, I'm going somewhere. Many people, if you Google list of people banned from owning a Ferrari, you're, you're huh? 50 cent, according to Pastor Hevel can't have one or PK will not be happy at that they said I'm Pastor Hebo <laughs> they said Hebo is banned from Lamborghini <laughs> so um, so they've told this guy now you're going to have to start from entry level so he goes to buy with his own money Something cheaper, Portofino. It's an entry level, that's fine. Now, this guy says, can you then put my name for what I really wanted? 
They said, yeah, even that is not that certain, but three years or so. It goes to the shop and he tells them, how dare you? Like, I started from what I don't even want. And you are now telling me I have to wait three years again. Then the manager of the shop says, please walk with me. They came outside. He said, look, there, Lamborghini is there. There, um, what's the other black one we had? McLaren is there. Go to them. And the guy walked back in. How rude. Walked back in and said, go to them. They can sell you what they want. This is our brand. If you don't like it. If you don't like it, there are movements all around. There are people who have left. Follow them. But don't let us, thank you. You, you see where I'm going. Don't let us lower our standard because of low people. Thank you. The commercial church is not going to work. They are not movements. They are not a community. They are a religion that only works for one man. It is a travesty. It should be a sin for a person of color to be poor. But that's what your bloodstream promotes. It loves it. The reason why you don't why you work with people based on your feeling is because that's what our parents did too. You can date someone and stop dating. It doesn't mean you can't make money together. Ozzy, it's a sin for you to be this talented and worship God like this to the point where you're shaking and doing oh and you're poor. It should be a sin. If you don't enter heaven, that will be why. How can you connect God and not connect people? How can you love God and people don't love you? So you're right, Pastor Obi, like there are billions of people in the world. How can we not mobilize? There are resources in the world. It's just because we don't connect people. So when Yehoshua was given the commandment about loving God, he ended with loving people. It is connect, not hug. It is effectiveness. Well, you check, no matter how young an African is, the division spirit in them, doing my own thing, is unbelievable. And I see it here. But we can't afford that. I said, well, my leader said this. My leader said, I said, but your leader doesn't give. Your leader, not because they don't want to give. They don't have. I is a poor person leading a poor person. They did not read the scriptures that said, if the blind leads the blind. A leader that you should be pitying and saying, I will look for a way for you to have, to give, so that you can meet your colleagues. Is the one now telling you, don't go and walk there. He doesn't give. Check your family giving record. Check it. The stubbornness in the man of color is astounding, astonishing. And very scary. He just divides. But the pronouncement this afternoon, because I want to remind you of some things again, as we did on Thursday. We forget. Let me tell, let me read one funny scripture to you. 
Because forget about the righteousness of David or how righteous and perfect you want to look in life. Let's focus. This scripture is funny. And I, when I sent it to Pastor Faith, I said, Lord, very funny. Look at this scripture. Psalm 132. Verse 1. Verse 1. Look. Lord, Lord, remember David and all his self-denial. <laughs> David's self-denial. Do you remember David? So someone's wife from, as in David goes to God and says, remember me and my self-denial. He had six wives before the age of 30. He sent someone to war because of their wife and killed the guy. So what exactly do you mean, David, by self-denial? Look at this. Please hear me. You see all those things that we counted on David as is wrong? They mean nothing in the presence of God. His self-denial is based on the vision he was given. So if you like, you don't need the Holy Spirit to be a disciplined person. People that are not born again are disciplined. There are people like that who don't drink or smoke, whatever their discipline is. If you miss the self-denial of allowing yourself, self, to be subdued, to focus on mission, the real self-denial test is about the vision and the mission you're given and how you pursue it. And when self wants to override you, how you tell self you cannot do this for the sake of the vision. Otherwise, you'll think just because you don't go to parties or whatever you want to call that the people, when you're studying uh, medicine or law, you didn't go party. It's not because you're holy. You have no time. That don't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. If you don't become a doctor, someone else will be. As of today, someone else will be doing the operation that you're doing. The self-denial in this place is when the real spirit of selfishness, which we were created out of, when it holds us, can you say no to that self? This is the real donation. This is the real contribution, the real seed, the real giving to the vision is self-denial. When self takes you over and wants to tell you, and isn't it, how do you make your pastor's life more difficult? Offense when someone's just a step down from that position. You're going to be here. Now, at that point, you must realize it is not about you. It's the vision. Is the walk, and everywhere there is self-denial, there will be unity. And anywhere there is self, there will be disunity. Didn't the Bible say that? Look at this next scripture. Uh, uh, for where there is... James 3.16. Tell me, please. For where you have envy and self-ambition. For where you have envy and self-ambition. This speaks about Africa. And Africa is not a continent, it's a people. Where there is, and you know, when people have self-ambition, they don't even know. In fact, most times say, it's not about me. Actually, let's get the action. It's all about you. For where you have envy, definition of envy in a minute, Hybe, whether you have envy and selfish ambition, this is why the people of color, Africa, is backward. 
This is why you can have all the, we don't just have natural resources in Africa. We have human capital. We are many, yet the poorest people on the face of the earth. How can this be? Envy and self-ambition. Have you not seen it even amongst us? That's the sin that is unforgivable. That's not uh, someone is here, someone... It, it is the motive. Selfish ambition. The things that are hidden inside us. This is the number one message that should be coming out of the pulpit in Africa. Not God will bless you. Uh, this is why we hate the African church. God will bless you means it's about you. Again. So when you have political leader, it's about them. Then you have church pumping you all the time telling you it's just about you so i posted this morning the scripture for seeing that god will justify the gentiles through faith preach the gospel to abraham saying in you all the nation of the earth will be blessed in you abraham he says i will give you something that will help the nations and if it is outside of helping the nation I won't give you so what is the gospel that Jesus died no that the nation nation building is the gospel it's nation building never said so that you and your sons will be blessed in you all the nations of the earth it didn't say will be entertained blessed empowered to prosper so when we're preaching these SMEs and these we're saying carry out the mind of the gospel it's not about you making ends meet the way to unleash God's power over what you do is to align with purpose. And once you come into this arena that is built by selflessness, that is built by vision instead of ambition, self must die so that you can express freely why you were called into this work. It's not about persons. Those of you who sympathize with low people, low people means you can't really tell what is wrong. Why you look at this? Did we finish that? An unfriendly person will be the next scripture. Tell me, Ivy. Definition of envy. Tell me. Painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another, joined with a desire to possess the same advantage. Did you see what envy means, guys? Have you seen people like this before? All the time. Painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another joined with a desire to possess the same advantage. That's why people hate successful people. It is low lives that operate on what they've heard about someone. Don't join those people. Leave them as the 99%, you climb up to the 1% that rule the world. And it is not money that makes them 1%. It's a mindset. It is a complete low life that responds based on what they heard about another person. It is, listen to me now, it is low lives that do that. Real people don't do that. It is cowards that live like that. I don't care what I hear about someone. I'm going to encounter them if they look useful to me. You met a billionaire commenting on YouTube under someone's post. A multi-millionaire, even forget billionaire, just commenting, talking. How? If Elon Musk is fighting uh, Mark Zuckerberg, 
That's a good fight. It's to just excite the purpose. You will never meet them. You, they will finish their quarrel in a dinner. Then they can start it in breakfast. They are not, as in, it is low lives that responds to what people say about other people. It's a low lifeness. It, and it doesn't matter who does it. Even if it's your mother that does it. She's in that class. Motherhood don't make someone not know life. It means nothing. You can love anybody you love. That's your problem. But don't take what is in them. He wants to enjoy the same advantage. But does not know how to key into it. So it becomes resentful. Is a is a transporter of all manner of bitterness. Is carrying it. Is a walking wickedness, meaning in him or her. And most times when he's quiet, is keeping evil and hatred, a cancer hitting him up or her up within himself. It's a bad place to be. He wants the same advantage. If you want the advantage of something. Go work for that thing. Don't say it's because it's close to so-so-so. It's because it's so-so. Don't do those things. That's why, yeah. Look at this next. Did you finish it, Ivy? Thank you. Eventually, resentful, envious people make bad decisions. They keep looking for the same advantage but with a wrong spirit. Usually very ungrateful by action. Sometimes grateful by words. What is the gratefulness to this word? It is the response of unity. Anyone with advantage must be given. Everybody must work to give them more advantage. You know what I'm realizing with this work? Slowly, you're finding ways to make money for everybody. Slowly, you're now saying, okay, if this one starts this business, you go there and work. Slowly, without anyone rushing to say, when is it my turn? Because when is it my turn is how to crash a walk. It is still, and I was telling your brothers the other day, I saw something, I won't call it a dream so that you don't begin to rely on dreams. Uh, I'll say that later. Finish it, I be. Have you finished, man? Okay, go on. Next scripture. Look at this scripture carefully. Proverbs 18, verse Proverbs 18, verse what? Verse 1. Look at this. An unfriendly person pursues selfish ends. And against all sound judgment starts quarrels. I need you to dip this scripture for a minute. He already says he's an unfriendly person. You know the people you have always been saying, go. Sit with Pastor Sam and just talk. Go to them. I mean, once you're encouraging someone to be among someone, he's an unfriendly person. He pursues, she pursues selfish ends. And once they start this, against all sound judgment. So you can say, but why did she make that kind of decision? It's always been unfriendly. And against all sound judgment, against what is reasonable, they'll start a quarrel. 
an unfriendly person. Go on if you want to read it. What do you want to read? Message, tell me. Loners who care only for themselves spit on the common good. Loners will care only for themselves. I love this. Spit. They talk against. They spit on common good. What is the message of this house? Either you want to say we were perfect, we're imperfect, we got it right sometimes, we didn't get it right sometimes. You know for sure it is common good. So once you find loners, their work is spitting. Oh my God, loners can spit, you know. They are loners. They spit on common good. They talk down on common good. They say things like, ah, oh, you see all those OB, it, 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 it thinks they are perfect, but don't worry, Peter, there are some things I know you don't know. They spit. Because they are selfish. They spit on what is successful. They even say, well, the way they make money is not, it's not, it's not straightforward. Please, how do you make money? You measure, you are so straightforward like a ruler. You measure how to make money. You, you rule it. You draw a ruler. Loners spit on common good. Did you finish? The voice translation. Voice. Whoever pulls away from others to focus solely on his own desires disregards any sense of sound judgment. Oh, these scriptures are so deep. They pull away. No, look, that's not just living a place. You can be in a place where you're pulling away. The selfish person. A selfish person, after a few years, begins to think, so what is in this for me? And, and, and your parent would say, this, so all these things, so what's in it for you? You should ask your mom. Oh, dad, let's do a test. Logic now. Don't let's be doing ages, agent, all this agent thing. What you did with life, what was in it for you? It is not being rude. It is making sure that you're not misguided. It is making sure that you don't use age to ruin your life. When it comes to the matter of the affairs of life, you're going to go with teaching the word, truth, instead of feeling. Loners spit on common good. They are not trained. Africa is not trained to work on common good. See how our continent is. The most insecure place in the world. An undesired destination for any reasonable human. How did we become this? By being who we are. That thing that is rising inside you, that's making you feel pulling away a bit the same way our continent became what it became. It shows you a, a, a vision of personal good and it makes you forget common good. And in case you're leaning towards the Christian sentiment, in case that's the excuse you want to use against us, remember that the Pentecostal, the, the, not Pentecostal, the Apostolic Church, one of the first hallmark was they had all things in common. That's a true church. 
The selfish church is what we met now. God will bless you. Everything is you and you and you. And in Africa, churches became, they, they had more crowd as the country became poorer. As Nigeria is getting poorer and poorer, churches became bigger. How can these things be? Induced by demons and the seducing spirit of selfish ambition. If you're a billionaire in an unsafe place, you are still in a cage because one day someone will kill you. The poor will eventually hit you when they have nothing to eat anymore. And I told you weeks ago, they are your drivers. They are your soldiers, your, the soldiers that you've taken from the nations to protect you. You know that's Af how Africa operates. A country, so that you can mock Nigeria. If we don't mock it, we can't revive it. A country that has, let's say, 200,000 police, yeah? One man. It doesn't matter if the man is in government or is a scammer. One will have 10 police and we have 200 million people. One man, because he has money. By money, he might just have like $20,000 in his account. Ten policemen is guiding one man. So 200 million people are guided. By the time you divide them, the other 200 million, the people protecting them is less than 10,000. Please, I beg you, in all reasonability, how can you call that a nation? It's not a nation, it's a dumping ground. It's not a nation. But guess what? That's how the churches operate too. The guy gives people anointing oil and flyers for their protection. Then he walks out of the church with SSS, DSS, but police, mobile police. But he says, you go home, God Almighty, my God, the God of blah, 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 will protect you. How can people that have any little sense in them agree with those men, including your parents? But guess what? You're not far from them. You are product of your parents. So meaning that whatever is in them is in you unless you become born again. And what, is, what makes us born again? The word. Nation building is the gospel. It is called common good, but loners spit on nation building. For loners, it is in their blood, it is in our blood to just say no to nation building. Here in UK, do you have to walk around with soldiers? Military. As in a Niger military is created for war. Military guides a singer, soldier. The honor of a nation, the armed forces. The armed forces will guide a person, a private individual. Please imagine this happening in an advanced world. Yet, we are the, we are the giant. A soldier is going to guide. They are the armed forces. Since soldiers carrying the bag of someone's wife before soldier, the person you're going to deploy to go and fight, how can we call this a country for God's sake? The bag, Hermes bag, soldier. Soldier has trained for years. Soldier has dedicated their life to your own safety. And you reduce such a person to bag carrier. But guess why I'm emphasizing this, guys? So that you can remember that what gets us here 
is spitting on common good. It is not the place. It is the people. Churches are only filled this morning because people constantly spit on common good. We all have that tendency in us. Christ came to preach that selflessness. Not as a means to be poor. Actually, it's the means for ultimate greatness. Ultimate prosperity is in selflessness. To build brands that will last, to build these SMEs, we cannot do it as a loner. And it is not based on your love for anybody or your leader sentiment about anyone. If your leader could send you somewhere, trust me, they'll be doing what that other person is doing successfully. They don't have the capacity to do it. And ultimately, a true leader is a person who understands their gauge, their limit, their capacity, their skill, and are able to push others forward without any reluctance in order to build that person's life. Otherwise, you don't have a leader. You have a suppressor, an oppressor, and a little mind. Leaders build people to send them forward. Some will walk away. My problem is not that they walked away. It's just that you're not sent forward. You couldn't even mobilize a fly. Do you know how you mobilize a fly? Flies? You put dirt down. They'll come. Obi, you're banned from speaking about anything going forward. But, on the, but, but, but we're saying this to ourselves because I need to remind you of these things. Our commonwealth. If someone is writing with Phaedra, I one day decides, I want to go and write my own magazine. You ask why? You don't have capacity for this. If, if people are told they don't have capacity, is that saying that they are lesser than human? You're going to go and believe motivational speaker. Say you can do all things. And we will say you can do nothing. Even if, even if Christ strengthens you, you will still not do it. I'm telling you now. Because everyone that I've heard through Christ has strength, I say, let's bet. I'm waiting for a year. What would you multiply zero by? I don't need my strength. I need to strengthen the strength of others. In that I get the feedback of strength and I also make money. I don't need my strength. Why are black people so individualistic? Why? At this point in my own life, that's the thing that breaks my heart the most. You... Just look at some people from a distance and say, after all your Christ's word, after all word, you're still just your person. And most times it's not even just after word. It's after all you, you as in you give, as in you're a giver. So the Lord continuously shows me that there's no lack of meeting target in the house. There is no poverty. You just have wicked leaders just wicked 
What is a wicked leader? I'm not talking about leaders literally being wicked. Of course, they're not terrorists. Wicked leader means a person who refuses to develop and therefore cannot deploy and therefore does not deserve common prosperity. Works more on emotion and excitement instead of result. It is wickedness because it then suppresses others. They won't be able to rise and eventually you'll lose them. It is wickedness. In other words, it doesn't... Look, in Africa, all the doctrines our parents taught us, it's not... They don't mean evil for you. As a matter of fact, you get blackmailed by them saying, all these things I'm doing, I just mean well for you. Meaning well without having the skill for wellness is still wickedness. It is still wicked. And I say, Pastor Pete, how can you come to that conclusion? Remember this. It is not me that said it. Yehoshua, whom you call Jesus, gave a proverb about a master traveling and gave five talents to some. Three talents. And the last guy who did not multiply this talent, what did he call him? He said, wicked guy. We would have to read it. He calls him wicked. So this is not pity, just getting emotional and saying wickedness. No. Not multiplying leaders. Christ calls it wickedness. So it is not just us bragging when we say 10 houses, 5 houses, 2 houses. No, we're not trying to brag. We're not trying to say, because those who spit on common gurus just say, oh, they said they have 56 houses. Oh, those houses, some of it is just 10 people. The one your parents built, how many people are there? And the one we've even asked you to build started with 20, ended up with one and a half. It takes, it takes self-denial to multiply things. So I'm not preaching self-denial from the point of our parent telling us be a good boy or good girl. It takes self-denial. So when David says, remember the self-denial of your servant, it's not talking about his own moral life or whatever. It's talking about according to the assignment and God's purpose for his life. It takes self-denial to feel bad about someone and give them the chance to walk with them and build we're not going to be able to build without unity. We won't. There's no other way for us than to do these which we've set our ends to do. Don't let your leader destroy you. If your leader does not understand the skill of multiplying by diligently applying self-denial, you better run. Take shield. Read this scripture, please, ma'am. Matthew 25, verse 26. Thank you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown. And, and so Christ was not even denying. He said, look, you said I'm a wicked guy who, who reaps where it's not sown. This Christ's proverb. He said, you know. We're not even on YouTube saying we're not seed sowers. All we're saying is that you've been equipped to sow. Then sow. So you knew. <laughs> That's why I said, if you don't like this Ferrari, if you can't buy it, 
there's Lambo there. And most of these people won't even buy. There's Volkswagen. Go get it. But don't make us change our own style. We are sores. We are nation builders. We are target meters. We are mobilizers. That's who we are. You know. You've been here for years and you know it. Why are we going to change our standard because of people who just want to drive Volkswagen? Golf. Golf 922 or 932, whatever, those things. Mercedes, C-Class, beautiful car. Go get it. Since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violent, and the violent take it by force. It, that's the church. So how come the church is begging people to come when it says no? It should be a standard of entry. While we as people of color or any movement we do, we have to continuously lower the standard. Why? It's either we believe in our standard or we just quit. Our job is to build. Please read, please. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown. So you know we are seed sowers. You know now that we are target meters. You know what we are. You know. You know we even judge on seed. As in we look at a person and say, yeah. Well, now he's saying we should judge them on emotion. How long I've been here? So if things are not right now, yeah, we give you like two months for things not to be right. After the third month, we're thinking, what's up? What's going on? Why? Or should we just come down to your level of things are not good right now? We just, anytime things are not good, you go here, we should just follow until we are all on the floor. Or should we motivate ourselves and say, make it good because you have what it takes. You don't just have the skill in you. You also have people around you. Are you an unfriendly loner who spits on common good, hoping that and telling yourself, don't worry, when my breakthrough comes, in fact, I want to go to pity and surprise him with some mighty seed. I don't need your mighty seed. I just need the seed now. I don't want future seed. I don't want you to post-date the check. Give me post-date stuff. Let's do it now. Don't worry about my future. Oh, just put me here for the future. In fact, what I will come up with in the future. Don't worry. I don't even know how long I have here. Don't worry. Let's do now. Be productive. As in Jesus was walking, Yehoshua was walking by a tree. And they told him this tree because it's not season for the tree. It has no fruit. What did he do? He just cursed it. They said, oh, it's not season for fig trees. He said, as in the man of all season is here. I need the fruits now, not like six months when it is your time. You should know I'm coming. You should know there's going to be a demand on your productivity by a COD, by Pastor Sam, by Bondus. They will demand your productivity at the right time. So be productive. Don't carry the mindset of it's not my season. It is always your season if you are truly carrying the burden and we must not forget how we got here. We were burden carriers. You paid for stops by taking the responsibility that it is yours. As you're shifting that responsibility, as you're taking it off you, all the resources that is meant to come to you is being taken off you too. 
You didn't hear what I just said. In the days, if I, I guarantee you, I'm telling you now, those who decide that Pastor Obi, um, Toby Jr. is the, it's their burden to pay this to do. X, Y, Z, resources will come until you become fearful. By the way, I get it now. You're going to pick two of your soldiers and you're going to come live with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you live with me in your own house. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, but it's your house. That's what we're going to do. So I get the whole picture now. I can put the puzzle together and I can see why. Just pick two of your best people and get the couch or get the mattress or whatever you get. Thank you. After that, I feel free in my spirit like a new nation is about to be birthed. That is going to be... There's going to be much resources like we've never seen before. I feel it. I started feeling it some days ago. The season is here. The tide is turning in our favor. Can I see like 400 amen and amen and amen and amen and amen on the screen. Everyone, amen and amen. Quickly, don't stop. Amen and amen for everything we're laying our hands on to do. Really? you've never lived with me before you will you can't escape that school you can pick your wife you can pick anyone just get a mattress far away from me because i don't like people and when it's time to go gym or buy go buy puff puff we're going we're just going to you're just going to go school I wanted to scare you. I wanted to say, Obi, I'm going to return you to school, but you will panic so much. Obi hates school. I sent him once. There was no success, isn't it? But Enrique finished. I think your mom was in your class too, or your grandmother. You know those universities that they name, you have to emphasize it. London University of Studying Well University. You know, they emphasize that, you know, this is a study. Once your university is emphasizing studying, then you are gone. London Metropolitan, meaning we are Metropolitan, but we are London. We just want you to know, in case you miss London, we are also Metropolitan. Yeah, right. I think you went to Angel Ruskin or something. The way to know what school to go to is simple. Just look for the first name. They will say Oxford Uni. There's no need to say Oxford Special University or Oxford uh, mm -mm. University College, London. Simple story. <laughs> so it's back to that school. We're not debating these things anymore. I think we, I debated with you guys so long. It's just instructions. If you don't like those instructions, no, you far from you. If you don't like that instruction, see across the road, there's Volkswagen there. But you must also check the, the, the track record of your instructor. It's been successful. The track record of go here because there is a fountain of water there. And based on that, you will find water. And so you're not shutting down Bromley House until you all move. It's operating. You'll be visiting them as you may. You go and preach your word, but you come back home. Thank you, sir. 
So now your people are registering to be your best soldier. I say, remember me. I'm It is what God wants to do next is why he's restructuring us and he's telling us that where we started from must be the same spirit, the unity, the oneness that, is, that, that can only be built by being naive, by being not careful for our lives, by being focused on what we should do, the call. And if we do this, we will break the glass ceiling to the next level of prosperity. But we must adhere to instruction like our dear life. We cannot be tired of our structure of living together because it brought us so much blessing. It has its pains, it has its consequences, but it has its power. The unity of ideology first before the unity of actual prosperity in our ends. Because if you have actual prosperity in your end without ideology, you will use that prosperity to fight yourself and civil war. Civil war is so much wealth without ideology, so you will start fighting each other with the resources you got. How can Africa have this much resources and yet not prosperous? Does not that not tell the story of black people? Resources, skill, wisdom, and very poor. We must reverse that. And whenever God wants to reverse a national problem, a global problem, you know what it does. It picks a set of people. Number one, it started first with Abraham. Not many men, one man. It started to give him the ideology of vision over ambition. It started to give him the ideology of nation building, togetherness, common good. Not just him as Abraham wanting to prosper. He picked one man called Moses, one person first. He wanted to liberate three million people from the slavery, the oppressor that's oppressed them for 500 years. That's decade upon decade, century upon century, oppressed for 500 years where the children of Israel in a strange land under the most powerful president or prime minister of the world as it may be or king called Pharaoh. But when he wanted to liberate them, he didn't go to the populace, he didn't go to the many, he went to the major. The major is one man, sold them the ideology of nation building, put it in his mind that it is not just about you Moses doing well in the palace of Pharaoh, it is about the common good is about taking everyone out of this slavery all at once did they not become a prosperous nation yes they became a prosperous nation through the mouth of a preacher it was just a preacher actually a stammering preacher delivered three on three million people out of the hand of the most powerful president or king or prime minister we can do it because now we are more than one our ideology is aligning and it is not just in word you are doing it the complaint is a proof that our ideology is aligning and if you don't like that ideology guess what there's Volkswagen down the road that's what we must tell our distractors detractors that's what we must tell straight the strays it's no fight leaving it's just there's Volkswagen in Volkswagen the standards are lower they advertise a lot they have to. They have to call everybody to come and buy. Are you listening to me? But in Ferrari, not much. 
because he speaks for himself because of the quality and the insurance you have an insurance in this house for prosperity for nation building 20 close to 20 years of service proves that that's an insurance of stability and the works that we've been able to create from that so why would you fear in instructions it must be selfishness does someone who completely lacks self-confidence who believes everybody just wants to use them and I asked the lady this everybody wants to use your ideology where did you get it from if you look closely at mom that's why she became nothing I'd rather everybody use me than be useless to everybody there should be a sin can you not see why as in if you look at the build up of the church I don't understand why the Pentecostal church only holds on to they were speaking in tongues when the Holy Ghost came the speaking in tongues was once after which the building of a community came for the liberation of their own people and before their liberation came the scripture says they had all things in common and no one said what he has is ease please let's refer let's read it again in scriptures please thank you acts 4 32 acts 4 now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul they were of one heart and one soul uh, uh, meaning their, their emotions aligned everybody is allowed to be passionate but submissive when it comes to the vision you can be passionate about your differences but ultimately it's the vision it's not how I feel I'm, I'm just sent to, to preach this and those who follow will end up very prosperous it's simple deal but those whose heart grow wickedness every selfish person minuses what should be multiplied we're not looking for your moral upstanding or your feeling or your wisdom it is your unity and submission simple because if it is about your morality and your upstand you will set your own standard once the next person is not up to your standard in your own eyes then they are bad and you are good but you see that feeling itself is being morally bankrupt the first thing christ preached about was against self-righteousness so we had people that have once loved whose word have once loved then you see this man no as in all his life he's just been a self-righteous person so we call financial crime commission on a party he joined Yet preach nation building. Do you understand what nation building means? The good, the bad, the ugly. The coordination of everybody to a successful end. That is nation building. When the nation where everybody needs to be at your own level of morality, then you are here. Because it's never possible. And those who have attempted to do that end up doing the worst things. What you gang leaders or stuff will not do, they end up doing it. Then you ask, what is morality? You see, selfishness is a disease 
ruins our community because they think selfishness is how to be rich. But they are not rich. They are actually bankrupt. Africa is bankrupt. Yet it has so much riches, human riches and mineral resources. But we people of color carry Africa with us and begin to behave like our predecessors. We create Africa wherever we go. And Africa is not a thing to replicate, including the West Indians. It's not a thing to replicate. It's a sore. It's a, it's a nice sore. Will it not get better? It will. It will rise. I don't know when. But we don't need to know when. Whenever God wants to change a thing, He sends a preacher, He sends His word, and He delivers them. Then that word begins to mobilize a community. That's why I would rather die than create the kind of church I met. It will make me sad to be in a stadium with one billion people speaking nonsense. It makes me want to throw up. Why? Because it's wrong. It's wickedness. To multiply emptiness is even more wicked than not to multiply goodness. So it's not only that you're not multiplying effectiveness, you've now taken more people to destroy their lives and to destroy their nation. Why? By telling them you see God will come. If you can tell someone God will heal their hair, then they don't need Medicare system. It is wickedness to ourselves. So what is your call to this house for? However young you are, to first understand the standard, to raise the bar. The first generation raised the bar to a level. They did. All your first generation leaders are waiting for the second generation to raise it to the next level. And the third must raise it to another level where they can just say, this is us. And if you don't like it, there is Volkswagen around the corner. But don't beg the house to come down to your level because we are not going to. We're going to everyone who encountered God in scripture. He never came down to them. He invited them to come up here. And someone will say, well, but Yehoshua came to the earth. When he came to the earth, as the crowd followed him, he separated the ones he needed and went up and asked them, come up here. If you can't come, then stay where you are. We've got work to do, and it's the work of building. And in this building, self must completely disappear. It must completely vanish. It must go. Otherwise, you won't build. You see, our predecessors, everyone is evil to an African man, apart from himself. We entered the church. We didn't enter the church of knowing anything. We entered the church of condemnation both culturally and religiously. I'll tell you what that means. They just told us everything that is bad. Sin. Everything is sin. Everything. This is sin. Don't touch this. But they never taught us righteousness. We don't know money making, but we know everything that is bad. As an African child, all you know is what's wrong. That's all you know. That's all you know. Then as the world is changing, we realize that these, our predecessors, are complete coward and compromisers. 
Because when we were younger, we get beaten for playing football. All of a sudden, they are saying, you see your mates, they are playing football and they are doing well. We get told off for trying to smoke Igbo. All of a sudden, there are like the African musicians, it's like Igbo is part of the addressing. Any one of them that you like, or is, you see them, you just see that weed. All of a sudden, they are dancing to their music and praying that they, are, they don't know what they are doing. We must never follow these people. They've never known what they are doing ever. Never. We don't know. And that's why the word comes to give us new standards. Those new standards, they are only birthed by the spirit of unity. And say, Pity came to preach another unifying message. I came to preach prosperity. When the practical way, instead of saying God is going to bless you, he already did. How can someone say God is going to bless Africa? Like you have the right sunlight, you have the right weather, you have mineral resources, you have human resources, you have seas, oceans, rivers, everything for you. So when someone says, let's just pray that God bless Nigeria, you're asking again, exactly what else do you want him to do? He's a blessed nation with imbeciles, the coordination of imbeciles, that's all. What else should they do? As in, you, you've got oil, you've got gold, you've got silver. What else should a place have yet? You have nations without anything but the right ideology. And those are the nations we all want to run to instead of the one. It's like someone saying, God bless Syria alone. Like how? The seas are right. The mountains, everything is there. So, but if you go Syria alone today, the most popular thing there is church. <laughs> you call that a country? church no employment just churches everybody is a pastor in Africa and guess what how you know the one God is with and has anointing is how many people are in his church there is a look at me there is a special blessing on my life as you like God just decided like my grace on you so we then ask others to come and tap into it <laughs> What kind of a people? But again, you see why I use these examples just so that we know that an apple does not fall far from the tree. We hit into big things in order to strip it, make it smaller. All the leaders in this house don't allow people to chop you. You understand? Don't allow people cut this work down. Be defensive. Be loving. Be protective of the work. And be focused. Showing that through resilience, extreme hard work, and constant acquisition of skill. A open-mindedness that is practical enough there is nothing called start your home until the HQ sanctions it. Because I don't know the lens through which you're looking at this person, but we know them before you. She can't start her home. And if you think she can, it's a year after we're asking how much has she made? He said, no, she's still waiting on the Lord. 
How do you live making money for not making money? Practical things, the spirit of love, the spirit of unity, selflessness makes us richer, not poorer. That's what it does. That's how to build. Do you have more scriptures for me? Did you finish what you were reading? Tell me, I want to close. All those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say any of the things he possessed was his own. Nobody said any of the things he possessed. People claim companies that are not even working yet. Like you're saying, why, why are you holding on to this thing? Just because you registered it on company house. It's my company. It's not your company. Whatever the word, whatever you heard during the word is a house you rented. When you come out of the world, you will be evicted. It doesn't matter if it's a food movement, fashion movement. And that's what I was going to tell you. So I saw one of your brothers in the, I saw in a dream. I'm saying, I'm ev evicting this guy today. It's a rented house. The word gave you. The word promoted it. The puppet was pushing it. The best capital you can ever have. And the time comes, you say, you can't live in this house anymore. If we don't understand these spiritual dimensions, we will think, well, because PT is saying that we don't do this religious thing, we don't do that. Our standard, our structure still remains extremely spiritual. Our giving is because of the spirit part of it. We're not a social group. We are ordained divinely for this movement. What you build today builds you tomorrow. And that's the whole point of us reminding ourselves that unless our heart and mind, our soul works together, there are businesses you look at and you know there's no future for this thing. You're calling everybody there saying, why are you this little-minded? Do you not see that that's what the other people of color did contrary to us? You see, a person of color, an African, will see little and call it big. Put their whole life into what is doomed to fail. Expansion requires risk, focus. It requires non-ownership. No one said what they heard was theirs. And now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own. But they had all things in common. What is the opposite of having all things in common? Loners spit on common good. Nigeria spits on common good. Africa spits on common good. The church daily spits on common good. It's called the movement of come and you'll be blessed. It's not nation building. You have one more scripture or two, then I'll close this. Unless you want to read it in another translation. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Did you see this scripture? Any human that devalues someone is a valueless person. 
He teaches us how to build a walk. You see someone at the forefront, you push them and put value on them. So when someone sits down in front of you, wants to devalue a business, wants to devalue a person, you quickly stand up and say, that's not scripture. Wants to tell you what they are doing wrong. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain concert. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. You must be the complimenter. You must actually look at people's work and rate it. Not wanting the advantage you've built up in your mind. Do you know, close to 20 years of pastoring, do you know how many times you hear, oh, it's just because it's close to pity. It's because it's close to, they're always talking about ah or his business. Don't do that. It is meant that is reserved for the low lives. Don't take their property. Devaluing is their property. That's what they do. They sit on YouTube. They sit online. They devalue. Don't, don't, don't take their property. Don't share it with them. In humility, value others above yourselves. If Residian is the one doing well in COD, don't think, yes, I've been waiting for Pastor Obi for a while and Residian just walked in. Exactly, yes. You should be the one saying, oh, Residian is here, sir. You don't have to see me now. That's how you grow. You form a carcass of devaluing. You will never have value either. Do not sit where they are devaluing things that are successful. Don't sit there. Don't, don't, don't encourage it. Don't listen to it. Value others above yourself. Those who are female, don't entertain the spirit of the woman. To devalue is to end up having no value. Of course, the things that have no value, don't value it too. Because it has no value. Rebellion has no value. Betrayer has no value. Finish this scripture, please. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Each of you looking to the interest of the other. This is what scripture says. Any righteousness outside of this is just your own makeup. Your own feel good. How better you are than the other person. Well, you know, I'm very careful of working with her because, um, you see, there are ways I like to do my own thing. Um, uh, sir. It's not your own thing. And the world does not revolve around your wisdom. The world has its own mind. And you are wiser to look out for the interest of others and unify. You are wiser than being the best scientist in the world. The wiser person is not the one with the high IQ. It's the one who understands unity as the best IQ. It's not the one that looks the best and put together. Those who look put together actually are not. The put together of the church and of the gospel is how can you unify? Those who have division spirit are the worst among humans. Scripture told us how to deal with them. It said ignore them as if they don't even exist. Those who pull her off and I'm talking about the SMEs now. We're not talking about the church per se. 
She won a CV of when you walk with a law, how much you guys built and got. Not just vanishing. So there are just some things they do I don't like. So, but who are you to like everything? How can a human just like everything? There are things you won't like. But will this thing work? Will it be effective? Will it be solid? Will it make you resources? Yes. So why are you doing what our parents did? Why are you allowing their spirit to mount you? Instead of allowing the spirit of our real ancestors to mount us. Why? Did you finish that scripture? Looking for, not looking for your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. You were thought with regard to your former way of life. To put off the whole self. Which has been James, did we finish that? James 3. James 3, then Romans 2. James 3, 16. For where you have envy and, and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. It, so it says... Envy and selfish ambition is the progenitor for disorder. Disorder then means everybody will, someone will go and form his fellowship that is not yours and you'll be telling them something different. Disorder. What do you do when you notice disorder? Dissolve disorder. Otherwise, it will become a norm. And when it's dissolved, you can make your own decision. There's Volkswagen down the road, but this is not a house of disorder. You, you, you are better off with 12 orderly people than 120 disorderly people. 120 disorderly people will make everybody poor. It will lead, she will lead the naive, the wrongly naive down the path of destruction. They will speak against authorities and power and they will not know what they are doing. They will not know their end is doomed. They will go and be opening their mouth to what they don't understand. But in the spirit of order, in this sermon, in these words, there is extreme prosperity enough for everybody if we have the patience to hold out and to keep building. Most times, it's difficult for perfect people to build any sustainable money-making business. Very difficult. Very impossible. Because they would think perfection is a sale, is a commodity. Uh -uh. Commodity is effectiveness. That's what you sell, not perfection. Next scripture, Romans 2. Verse 8. Tell me. But for those who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. That's the end of those who follow evil. What is evil? Anything that promotes disunity. Anything that promotes envy. Everything that promotes devaluing orders. Those who follow that, he said their end is wrath and hunger. But those who promote unity, we must insist. Let's not go into deep spiritual things because our parents told us to follow that, that for time. It didn't handle us anyway. 
neither did they hand them. Let's face the actual things that faces us every day. And a person might be stubborn enough and say, well, you know, oh, pity, tell them, that's not me. I'm a promoter. We will see by the result of your life. We're going to see. Those who promote unity are the good people. Those who promote loyalty. Those who promote reference for instruction. Those who tremble at the right instructions. Those who believe the word. Those who believe progress. Those who push others to go and help people who are trying. They promote unity. They value others. They don't say, don't you know what she's doing? We can do it here too. Don't do that. That's a loser's world. And since you've been trying to do it, did it work? It didn't work. And we say, if only pity promotes it's like, I will not, I will do no such thing because it will be a sin against God and against my intelligence. I will do no such thing. And if you don't like it, there's Volkswagen. Go to Volkswagen where they'll be promoting what you are doing every day. They will even paste your company name on their car. But you can be rest assured. You know, there was a year we decided to downsize. We're driving cars and Bill, you remember that car. So that's how we're happy. We've gone to get this car. I think it's those, it looks very luxury, but it's just a brand. It's, um, you know, like an Astra. But it's like a new model Astra. It's four-door. In fact, the car was white. Very posh looking. That's how we got to the house in Bromley. We didn't use it for three days. The problem with this car, brand new, when you switch it off, you're still hearing the engine inside going, it's not switched off you, so you have to wait and be watching so that it doesn't catch fire. We got it. It looks so, in fact, we were praising ourselves. Remember, honey, we said, wow, wonderful. This is good. That's our another time. Just downsizing. We don't want to do all this. Just let's be. That's how, as Lucy got a cash guy. Cash guy. And it's a Jeep. Wonderful Jeep. Brand new cash guy. You see the way God took me out of that car? I was driving it. A car came from nowhere whilst driving and smashed the thing. God's hand smashed it. The smash, I was like this. Uh, the guy prof was in the car. He just got out of the car and ran because of immigration. He just ran. From a distance, I was saying, the police was trying to say, are you okay? He said, I'm fine. But his bone was broken. Run away. Hey, boy, you remember that cash car? That car, you have an accident in it, you are dying. There's, there's no protection for life, there's no insurance. Smash, God smash it. But saying, What are you doing here? What are you doing in this thing? I'm not condemning Kashka. I'm just using an example of things because then someone will get angry and say, says Kashka. If you think like that, you are a low life as well. He just said, what are you doing in this thing? If this is your standard of life, everyone will seize it, will believe it, will receive the resources to make it work. Everyone will really believe and their resources runs dry the moment they are having double minds. 
The moment they are saying, yeah, maybe living on those. Once that is coming into their heart, automatically every pipe that is supposed to bring them the blessing starts shutting down. Reopen that pipe this afternoon. Don't look at it. The way we operate in this house, you will look at a piece, Sam, and say, but why is it back to Bentley? That means I'm failing in a duty. And I said, but isn't that pastors living on people? Have you not heard their testimony? Have you not seen the companies they built? Have you made more money than them business-wise? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the blessing of an advantage that you must never be envious of. You must be proud of it. You must push it. You must value others more than you. To multiply when you sit down with someone in your fellowship as a leader, a family head, and you realize where this girl is going and where she is, I can't handle it now. You send them, you value others in humility more than you, not trying to take people's members. If you take them, what would, what would they do? You're just going to run them down. You think they will give you some offering to start with. After the first two months, you'll be back to broke. And when you're back to broke, the reality of this word will come out. Those who value others have more value than others. What did I do? What did PT do to you? Very simple. I valued. I started putting on you what you were not. That's why it's funny if someone then departs and feel they are the owner of something. No, you never had the idea. The word valued you. The word continued to speak about you. But you're not going away with anything you were given by the word. And it's not pity to take it by the word we owe. Because that's the word, work of the word. But those of us who value what the word has given us, those of us who unify and take it with fear and trembling and honor it and so, so in response to it, believing it, valuing it even more than what it looks like, those people become more blessed. Step by step. More blessed every day. It will lead the supplies to you. You will not lack in what is good. But I repeat today, the moment your heart begins to shake, if you know Pastor Nikki is supposed to be this, first, you're putting her in a rank. I'll pity Caesar. That's how you're, thank you. You're putting her in a rank of leadership because pity will not see her out of pity. I'm not just going to say, oh, female leader among male leader. I don't care. You're ranking her. You're making her the best giver. You're making her family the most functional. You are constantly working on it. The increase will come to you. And guess what? Most times that's not if it is 20 people or 30. It's one. It's two. Two believing people better than 20 takers. Unifying in the same purpose. Receiving everyone with value. I repeat to you, whenever we hear this value, especially among the family, just stand up and walk away. Don't devalue anybody. Don't because they are offended about what people did or didn't do. We want to devalue others. And we say, no place for you here. We will not because of you or because of anything devalue. You will have to grow in value. Otherwise, there is folks whirling down the road. I'm going to rest my case on this as I finish all these scriptures. 
or some of it at least. We can't finish all. The systems of building is us now asking each family at the given times what's your functionality. The program for March has been put together and I don't think the country would have seen anything like it before. The front shop movement is growing and I think things are being added on a weekly basis. Find where you can be functional. Apply for jobs there. <laughs> Don't expect because you're sitting next to them in church. Um, they should know that that's what I do. We don't know what you do. All we know is apply there and ask, how can I be functional here? And sometimes it will be wait. And sometimes it will be, yes, your skill is needed. Don't let your leader mislead you, please. Let the word lead you. Then your leader, good people, amazing leaders, but don't, when they give you instruction, check it again. And go and ask the leader of your leader or the leader of leaders, whatever. And so this is what leaders said, I should do, I think this works. Any leader that cannot communicate with you and reason with you is an autocracy guy. We reason as PT sometimes. I think, okay, this person should go there. And I listen to reason and say, okay, maybe. Here. What is effective? Those who are in a field. Why am I saying this? Because we want to build, right? Come on now, church. And I'm telling you now, whatever vision or sight anyone has, without this building, you may think the world, the world will never give you the platform they built. You are not their child. Sometimes even their child, they stay alive until this guy is old. Did you see the point? When this guy became king, is there any king left in this guy? Opposite here, listening to me. It's what's the king left in this person? As in your own mother cannot just wake up one day and say, I'm old enough, I give you the... And you know your son is looking at you every day. Say, Mama, are you coming again? Then you say, yeah, I'm still young. Why? His own son, our own son. The woman said, until death happens, I'm not going to go anywhere. And this person stayed alive for time. As in, it's like the woman is going, I know, <laughs> I finished you. He's in, oh yeah, take it over. And the guy handed over to his shaking around. The world is not going to give you the platform they built. Like, let's say I just got off the phone with someone. And it's just, wow, 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 meaning my breakthrough has come. He's not going to do what he said. It's not giving you anything. And the, the sooner we realize that, we go to the people God has given and we build our own company. Yes, it may take longer time. Yes, it may take more sacrifices. But guess what? We are well able to do this thing. We are able to. And I guarantee you in God's name, it doesn't matter who stays or not. Whatever we start building, we will complete it because we will never lack human resources to build what was left. We will build what God has destined us to build. 
unless you show me in the world a man like a pity a building like this there is none so I know and I guide this jealously and for everyone pursuing this vision with us God will help you he will strengthen you you will not lack resources to build you will not lack wisdom to build you will not lack skill to build can I hear an amen and I want to see on the screen it's time to build in a new dimension are the builders in this house this afternoon the angels are the ones who supply building materials so when we need human to build with us they will come God will speak to their heart. They will come. God will speak to resources. They will come. Amen. Tell one mind, one dream. We're gonna build. Are you ready to build? Are there builders in this house? Build a new institute. Build. Listen to this. All the houses you know you need to crash into people to build, do it. Already, I'm telling them, Toby Junior, come. You, you can imagine the madness we're going to do. Like, I'm asking my mobilizer to come live with me. And you know what that means? If I just wake up and say, Obi, I think I need 10K today, you're, they're gonna go get it. I think I need to speak to 500 people. They're gonna go get it. And guess what? The whole COD family, you will need this more than anything you've ever seen in your life. You'll need it. It's not just live with me in your own house way. Oh, that means we'll be seen. We may never see. But I never see. I may be busy in my room picking my tooth. But it's a tutelage that will grow the family more than you've ever seen before. And I hope the same. Everyone behind the palm tree building a mad team, a mad team, a focus team, all the business owners. When PT calls you and says, I need you to go and work. You know, I told one of your sisters, I said, have I ever instructed you on something before? I said, no. Now, go work here. I'm not calling any leader, you know. I'm not, they are not my leader. I'm their leader. When they hear it, if they hear it, if I have time to tell them, I'll tell them. If I don't, I won't. When they hear it and they don't like it, guess what? There's Volkswagen down the road in Volkswagen you may not even need time to become the um, shop manager or floor manager whatever you want to be because it has not much insurance we're going to build this thing we're going to build it we're going to build this thing and we're not diminishing the effort the sacrifice the betrayals and the heartbreaks that accompanies these things but guess what even those of you who have been here for seven years or 10 or 12, you've seen it all. So any betrayer, any whatever, it's just a repeat from another person what has happened before. But in all of those, you've never diminished once. As a matter of fact, when someone takes the position of someone, they are better than the last person. And God will continue. The angels are the material suppliers. God will continue to supply you with materials. Everyone whose heart is unified with this work, you will not lack people, you will not lack resources, and you will not lack, lack ideas. Amen. Now I can close.
stop commenting all those whose minds are made up all those who are builders all those who are ready to give their life to this all those who know the purpose of this all those who understand the voice of a pity don't stop talking talk to me let me see don't answer naysayers don't join the company of low lives come up here family rise with serious anger it is time to do what you said you will do nation view nation Talking to me, those are you ready for match? Ready, you know, you know what? I said, No going to Volkswagen. I've decided I want the Ferrari, no VW. You know, the next CODLs, we'll just call it Camp David. That's where we're going to cook everything we're going to do in March. We're going to cook, strategize. We're going to be mobilizing every time we see. Obi, show me numbers. It's just Camp David. So please, only come with a mattress. No bed for you, man. Actually, you, you, you don't need him right now. Your dad passed away, unfortunately. So focus on that if you have to. It's called Camp David, temporary Camp David. When I leave the place, when the big HQ leaves, you will break through into the next dimension of power and grace. We mean business. We're going to have to do this. We mean business. We're going to have to fight together. And guess what? We have eight years to fight. We're in a hurry, but we have time to strategically build all those who have instructions go do it or go to volkswagen it's down the road it is cheaper to belong to a church in this day and age it's cheap you just walk in the pastor is not asking for much it's just 10 percent of your no income <laughs> the income is already low but it's gonna take 10 without any platform that's what they do in volkswagen here here we build the engineering plants together we build the next leaders together and we fight through our cause. We've come to accept that nobody is going to give us a platform, but we will build ours and it's going to be the strongest platform. And guess what? I've already started seeing on YouTube. I saw one, you know, one of those things you stumble on. Sometimes I see my face, I say, wait, what? And they say, the leader of the strongest um, blah, blah, blah in the world. I said, mm, okay. So I saw one the other day, they said, is this the richest cult in the world? I said, hey, amen, in the name of Jesus, amen, thank you. It's a sign that we are getting there gradually. We are almost there. If they can begin to feel that we are the strongest and richest cult, I said, amen. We don't want to be the nobody of the soul. We are already seeing the signs. 
they already seen the potentials guess what a little more fight a little more push a little more staying alive a little more staying relevant and we are that they are seeing the signs so they can use any name they call it just rate us as the number one in something and we are fine with that i've decided before i make my last announcement tell me living um, music motion. amen yes we are the wealthiest cause thank you thank you Nation family. Nation family. Now let me begin to see the families you belong to. And I want you to put value on the family you belong to. Bank it. We're going to sing it one more time. Abba, listen. There is no one trying to build a banking system that needs a bank. You don't need a bed. You need a garage. You need a laptop. You need a foam. You know foam. You need foam. That's that's how to build. Sleep on a waterbed or um, you said this memory foam. Listen, that means you won't build anything. Nobody needs a bed. Nobody needs nothing. All we need is the laptop, the phone, and the working hard because. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will not cease. What you're sowing now with your body ache and all that will come to materialization. You just need a base, a garage, a computer, a little desk if you want it. If, if you need a desk, that's all you need to work. No mobilizer, need a jacuzzi in their room. Of course, your jacuzzi is yours, I'll give it back to you. But once you start mobilizing from jacuzzi, there is no soul that is coming. Not one soul will come. So a person that is diminishing a family from 50 to 5, they say, come and see my swimming pool. I say, where are you swimming to? You need a pool of fire. It's called uncomfortability. A pool of souls. A pool swimming pool for you need a fighting pool not a swimming pool who is gonna birth in this water what for it calls us to walk uh, music nation will soon have their own house right but you know how the house works we will not give you a penny the house is gonna make money you're going to have to find it because if they don't have a house they will not see any reason to make nothing do you understand that? Once Bill hits you, albums will come out. Once Bill's hit you, this is going to be an interesting ride 2024. It's going to be a very, very interesting ride. Are you ready for this ride? I need everybody hungry, sleepless, fighting. Time. I am the 
beauty. Young men and women, rise up in your spirit and nation build. The building time is now or never. No excuses. No excuses. No anger. No offense. Just build. Yes, that's the hashtag. No excuses, no offense, just build. Hashtag, no excuses, no offense, just build it. I repeat, no, no excuses, no offense, just build. Come David, yes. Come David ready. That's right. Excuses, no offense, just build. All the builders, no excuses, no offense, just build. The new institute just build. No excuses, no offense, just build. All the houses. Okay, I can come David ready. COD, you're you're ready for the HQ, right? Come David. Thank you. I wanna do one. Two last things you may be seated living in the uh, uh, music nation. And after these, Pastor Sam, please stand. I want to announce the office today of uh, this is going to be the first time we're going to have an assistant global pastor, meaning there is assistant global pastor. We're going to have second assistant global pastor. Um, and the reason for this, the coordination, the work this family is going to do is to be able to coordinate the global communication. So we're announcing the head of global communication, those who communicate with Cameroon and all these places under the office of Pastor Sam and of course directly overseen by myself. Is this gentleman has been serving in this house for... 10 years as a leader in the Austrian department and of course in the he served very well in the dissolved power base family um, and now of course he will continue to serve in the institute so yes deservingly by merit welcome to this new office Pastor Elvis Anyhow. 
Can we all sing that together this afternoon? Pastor, help us, everybody. The first time we are having an assistant over pastor directly under the office of PT and PISA. Welcome Pastor Elvis, his wife and his child to this office. Ten years of service to the nation. One more time, everlasting. People are saying well deserved. People are rejoicing for you. that is put over you you know this work is global indeed and when our time comes to show that to show attitude and power in the nations we will do it so I'm commissioning you in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit for grace to do this work and for the power of the Holy Spirit to help you and your family I declare a new season of prosperity and grace over you you are so loved by people you don't they are not compromising with any they understand when they are called to go and serve somewhere they just know it's serving first the nation is first nation before anybody else so you don't have to check where he is he's been here 10 years through the thick and the thin well deserving and because of you God will bless everyone that is global and the pillars and everyone must know that we are not hate discriminatory it's about deserving and so to the global office i welcome you and may the lord be with you congratulations sir whilst you're still standing another person of course again 10 years service we realized that we needed a service science program science team and you will see what happens from march march is like four programs nation shaking I've seen the beauty nation of beauty world come up with their program that's about 2,000 people in the beauty world people are coming from every part of the world and then you're gonna have four programs like that in one month we need people that can be trusted that are not slow that understands this vision through and through and has shown selfless service the person I'm going to invite to lead this team, we created that team before, but it was never announced. God who knows the end from the beginning knows. 
that it only belongs to this person. Please welcome with me to serve directly in the office of myself under the supervision of the Assistant Global Pastor, Pastor Ghaniyat Emefiadam. One of the smartest, loyal, dedicated soldier of pity. Come on church, welcome Ghaniyat. just this office I'm sending you to the Institute yeah from elite to the Institute remember that the Institute is a product of elite so we're not dividing I'm sending you in court back there to make sure that the Institute and your husband the bald-headed guy looking at me is far from bald-headed <laughs> Pastor Martin of course back also and come back to work with Pastor Shad but this office that is conferred on you you're working directly with PT and of course you know this is a heavy task but I know you are capable of doing it isn't this an amazing thing to see guys may the Lord give you grace may the Lord give you skill and wisdom the patience of the spirit may you prosper more than ever before may the Lord be with you what's your house called again House of, house of grace, may the Lord multiply grace to you. Amen and amen. Nation family, when you see people that are put value on, can we all put value on the God of this nation? Pass away. Everyone now, listen. Pastor Ashley, come. Martin, come. Pastor Martin, come. Come receive one of your soldiers. Everyone now, if you're happy for the growth happening in the nation family, Nation family is the season for new growth, new money, new power, new people are flocking in. Are you ready for the month of March? It's gonna be outstanding. 
one time, everybody. Come on, nation family, everyone. I want us to declare the word over them. I command the institute to grow more souls, more resources, skill, money, power. I take it from wherever it's been, I give it to you. Prosper, excel in the name of Yehoshua. Amen. from Cameroon and all the nations around the world Pastor Shad and Pastor Ashley are the leaders of the new institute what was the power business and still power business of the institute and I ask you charge you to follow them preparing the ground for us in any nation you are in preparing the ground for a pity to come and you know when we step in any of these nations in Africa for the mission work, the whole nation will be on a standstill. Now, I don't want you to just register. I want you to register all your soldiers to work with this mission. This mission is bigger than one person. It's not about any individual. It's about the nations of the earth. And that is why we've deemed it fit after much prayer and consultation that they, at the moment, for now, are called to lead this work. They are not novice. They are not new. They walked in the, the, the soft power base. They walked. They built with the form. So there's no fight with anyone. We're just saying, moving on. This is the next stage. So all the things you've built, all the work you've done, I ask you, I charge you, in the name of God of this commission, to put all effort into building with Pastor Shad and Pastor Hashley. For these are men and women of good heart without offense, but with focus for what is ultimate, the work of this house. Congratulations, Pastor Helvis. He'll be coordinating with Pastor Sam on all the global mission. They are not just offices without work. By tomorrow or so, Pastor Sam will print out what you need to do. Pastor Ghaniat, I congratulate you for your new office. Nation family, the company, are we ready to work?